And I'm proud to be an American, where at least I know there's Starbucks. I'm sorry. You want to start over? Already ruined. All right, let's just start over. Okay. I don't know what this is. You already, you already ruined my day. If tomorrow all the things were gone, I'd work for all my life. <laughs> the song and I had to start again with just my children and my wife. <laughs> I'd thank my lucky stars to be living to be living here today. Cause the flag still stands for freedom and they can't they can't take that away. God, it is good to be an American, isn't it's, it, Ian? I'm happy September 11th, God everybody. This episode is going to come out on September 11th, right? <laughs> right, Kenny? I'm going back in time. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? Dude, it's like uh, November already. It's November already? Dude, it's spooky season already. Oh, brother. Nothing scarier than being an American in these climates, huh? Yeah, you got me. Oh, you geez. got me right. Yeah, all those. There's. I don't know if you know this, but there's brown people. <laughs> And they scare the ever-living <laughs> shit out of me because I have white skin and a red neck. You know what the answer is? Just turn them into Halloween costumes. Then, That's, they're, then they're not scaring anymore. Then it's funny. You get to be them. Then it is funny. You just cake the brown on your own uh-huh. pale face. That's why and I, you're funny. That's why I get a, a tan every day. I go to the tanning salon at Planet Fitness. <laughs> I'm like, give me your best carrot orange. And I need, I it's so I can blend in so they think I'm one of them so they won't kill me yeah. with a bomb or, you know, I think the Taliban has like throwing knives Bro, or something. One spray tan and some tacos for breakfast and you're safe, okay? Yes. You're going to be okay. I'm going to be okay because we're in the USA. God bless. God bless us, you and I. They should just make our entire country a spirit Halloween. Yes. Just like pop the tent over the mm-hmm. whole goddamn country, you know, and just sell, sell you know, the merch on the streets, you know. With how everyone fake, how everyone's so fake nowadays, we all might as well be wearing uh, ethnically, <laughs> ethnically challenging costumes. All right, let's cover Ring of Fire by Johnny Cage. <laughs> Is a burning thing, and it makes a fiery ring. Bound by my wild desire, I fell into a ring of fire. I fell into a burning ring of fire. 
we're good at this. We're pretty good at this. I didn't. Re- I think we got way more into Ring of Fire than we did. <laughs> <laughs> than we did for the USA song. We were messing around with Born to be Proud to Be an American, but yeah. Ring of Fire, we got into it. Are you proud to be an American? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Pervert. Since I have no other perspective of what anything else would be like, I guess I have to be appreciative for being American, right? I will say, yeah. No, I mean... Grass is always greener, right? Mm-hmm. We see free healthcare and whatever in other right, places, right, right. and we're like, the fuck? But then, you know, yeah. I'm sure they have their own struggles. Yeah. But we're also conditioned to understand that, like, yeah, I mean, if uh, nothing can happen until it happens yeah. when it comes to the healthcare. <laughs> like, I could go to see, you know, a doctor about my heart, but they're not going to be able to act on it until I have a heart attack. <laughs> You know, Dr. Appleseed don't give a fuck until I'm dying. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. No, but uh, no, I the securities of of living in the USA is pretty great. Yeah. Like you see all the terrible shit happening in every other fucking country. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, uh, I am happy that I was born here and yeah. not in Gaza. Gotta love being a gun toting American, you or, know, you know. <laughs> We're in, like, Ukraine. Yeah, I dare them to try that in a small town, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, I think Putin did did it in a small town. In the smallest town possible. <laughs> yeah, and, and I think, I, I don't think Jason Aldean was there. Uh, that's who sings it, right? <laughs> okay, I was just making sure. All right, let's cover that song now. <laughs> I don't know the lyrics. I don't know the words. <laughs> All that's right. the new Proud to be an American. That's the new one, yeah. They're gonna start playing 2023. that. They're gonna start playing that at the at the. Remember the the nine eleven. They're gonna have little fifth graders in masks singing you know, <laughs> as a school program. Yeah, try that in a small town. You <laughs> fucking you goddamn motherfucker. What? You fucking goddamn fucker. Welcome back to Who Watches the Watchers. My name is Ian. Wow. And with me, as always, I have the man with the plan. The man from... uh, Don't say Pakistan, that's you. From (laughs) Pakistan. We're both from Pakistan. Kenny! Hello, everybody. Hey. Glad to be here. Oh, lady, shut up. Hi. No, lady, do it again. That's that's my lady. That's my big fan back there. She just it hurts her to see me. Hey yo. Hey, what's up, man? <laughs> hey, what's up, dude? I miss you, dude. Hey, what's up, dude? Dude, what's going on, man? Hey, is this a Halloween episode? Dude, this is fucking spooky as shit. Fuck. <laughs> dude, scary ass shit. Am I right? You must have heard the Halloween theme. Yeah. Coming into this. Dude, it got me all shivers down my <laughs> shivers shiver me timbers. Down my shaft, you yeah. Know? <laughs> Your, your shaft is shivering. Dude, my shaft is shaking right now. It's got the shits. Um, I meant to ask Eric to be on this episode. Yeah, fuck him. 
no, but I mean, you know, whatever. I'm, I'm glad it's just you and me, dude. We've, yeah. we've had we've been we've been bouncing back and forth between some guests lately, so it's nice yeah. to just be back to the the baseline, you and me. You know? I know. I, I I like how we promised to have Stephen on the next episode, and then we ended up having Eric. Dude, it worked <laughs> out. Well, because he, he wanted to do Idle Hands, right? Yeah, I don't get these hands, you know. Have you seen that movie, Idle Hands? I have not. I've seen many a spoof of it, you know, like Robot Chicken had. Oh, idle, did they idle, have a bit? Yeah, they did Idle Balls. Oh, well, because Seth Green's in Idle Hands. No shit, and he's like one of the main dudes at Robot Chicken. So. That makes that yeah, way. Well, isn't isn't he the Robot Chicken? Like they yeah. implanted a chicken brain into his. Wait, that's Idle Hands. Yeah. Oh, but they're just costumes. Um. Okay, well, I haven't seen the movie and spoiling things for me, so let's get out of there right now. Okay, You yeah. know what I dare you to try in a small town, though, what? is reanimating some people. <laughs> I think they did it. In a small town. I think Once I think again. the reanimator was in a small town. That's what we're talking about this week, Reanimator from 1985, directed by Stuart Gordon, uh, king of B-movies. Yes. I didn't realize it was an H.P. Lovecraft story, which makes sense. It also yeah. feels like something Stephen King would have written. You know, oh, yeah. But... Yeah, absolutely. No, I mean, Stephen King is H.P. Lovecraft, but from the 60s and 70s. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, but yeah, um, this one, it's loosely based after the H.P. Lovecraft story. Um, I don't know, because it, it is, Reanimator is more modern to the time of its coming out. Oh, yeah. Like the like it's a medical school. Mm-hmm. Everything's like up to date. It doesn't take place during. It's not like a period Lovecraft piece, yeah. times, you know. <laughs> but it's like doctor. Yeah, yeah. All the shattering glass and everything. Let me see. Do I have that button still? Sure. No? Okay. <laughs> Hi, it's me, Doc. No, okay. Dude, you got to clean that shit up. I do. Yeah, I have. A, I have a messy board. Dude, you just got. Oh, you got too many good ass buttons. Doc. Here it is. Please do not touch anything. Doctor. <laughs> I tried to Here, let me let me do it one more time. Please do not touch anything. <laughs> okay. All right. That's enough of that. But yeah, Reanimator. Have you seen this movie before? I had never seen this movie before. I f- I f- same thing. I feel like I've seen it referenced mm-hmm. in other pop culture and stuff, obviously, but I never, uh, I never taken the time. Yeah. So we got this guy. He's the Reanimator. He's a real fucking goofy ass dude. What did I just do? Yeah, but who are we talking about here? Herbert West. We're talking about Herbert West. Yeah. So this is the main character. One of the main characters. I'd seen this movie before. Oh, you had? Yeah, but hardly. Like, I put it on and allowed it to play while I did other shit. Gotcha. And so, in retrospect, I always remembered Herbert being the bad guy. Yeah, and that's what I kind of expected, just seeing the film and how it was set up. I was like, okay, this is obviously our villain. Yeah, so the movie starts out, he's in Germany. He's learning under another scientist, another doctor. Gruber. Yeah, Hans Gruber. (laughs) Dr. Goebbels, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Now, you've never seen Die Hard. I've seen Die Hard. You have seen Die Die Hard? Hard Yeah. Yeah. I've seen the first Die Hard. Yeah. I've never seen like Sam Jackson Die Hard. Right. That's the third Die Hard. Who's in the second one? Besides Willis. (laughs) Just Willis. Oh. And a bunch of goons. No, no. Did you hear about Bruce Willis? He's like 
a vegetable now. He like can't speak. Well, he's, no, like, completely... he's 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 competent. Oh, I I, I read the opposite. Oh, like, really? Recently, someone came out and said that he's basically like inco yeah. like incoherent now. He's like, oh yeah, he's yeah, like a lost. He's lost. He's a lost. Well, ball like man he now. can't formulate words yeah. and can't communicate. Uh, but he's aware. Yes, he's aware because uh, it's the guy that co-created Moonstruck, the TV show that, mm. or Moonlighting, Moonlighting, the show that he was on. Um, which is funny because I started watching that show about a month ago mm-hmm. on uh, Internet Archive. Uh, Internet Archive is just like people upload stuff to it and it's to like preserve it. And so if you can't find it's some like stuff- It's like where all the lost media is being kind, kind of, of collected, yeah. yeah. And since Moon Moonlighting wasn't on any streaming services or anything, I was watching it on Internet Archive and they have like the whole show. That's awesome. And I was watching it there, and then they put it on Hulu. <laughs> they put it on Hulu like two days ago, three days That's ago. That's amazing. Yeah. So now I can watch it on Hulu. You think they'll call the second season of Moon Knight Moon Nighting? Yeah. Yeah. That'd be pretty good. That would be pretty good. It'd be like a soft reference. I mean, it's Hulu. It's a Hulu. It's a Disney property now. Yeah. Uh, but in Die Hard 1, yes. Uh, Alan Rickman... Of course, plays famously Hans Gruber. So we got we got two guys named Hans Gruber. In was movies. the doctor's name really Hans Gruber? It was oh, really Hans Gruber. No shit. Yeah. <laughs> this is was him before yeah. the, the reanimation. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So it was literally Herbert West ran up to the bottom of the what is it the Nagasaki building? <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, and just immediately injected him, and that's when they find him at the beginning of the film. Yeah, this movie just took off. Yeah. Oh yeah. Really, right away. You know? I mean, it's just immediately. It's just police running down a hallway. You know, it's just mm. like Jesus. Yeah, and so we see Hans Gruber. He looks insane. Nice. Yeah, he looks crazy as fuck. He's got the okay. So the prosthetics in this movie, pretty good. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I was blown away by how well the. Like this movie stood up in the practical effects versus like what we've just saw in the Terminator. Right. When we got those like claymation face yeah. moments, it was like oofka, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The stop. Yeah. Cause the pie, the puppet work yeah. in that movie was, was, yeah. Left ridiculous. a little bit to be desired. <laughs> but Hans Gruber, when we see him, he looks insane. Yeah. He's gored up. He's got blood everywhere coming out of his face. He's and got shit. those horny coyote eyes just popping right uh-huh. out of the skull. You know? Yeah, yeah. He saw a sexy woman, and so he's all oh, uh, And so Hans Gruber dies from having such a hard boner. <laughs> that nurse walks in. and He's like, "Oh, can't handle yeah. this." <laughs> don't look at the screen if you don't want to see it. I'm talking oh to Kenny because you guys obviously at home can't see this. Dude, he's got tomato eyes, dude. Yeah, it looks like. <laughs> it looks like um, like divers goggles yeah. that they put or not you know like the Olympic swimmer goggles mm-hmm. that they put pasted cut out and pasted over his eyeballs um, and then just covered in red. But yeah, Hans Gruber, uh, he it looks died. like an airhead commercial. Yeah, it does look like an air like a like a gushers commercial. <laughs> <Or> a gushers commercial. <laughs> but Hans Gruber dies, and Herbert West is there, who was I guess his mentor or his mentee. Yeah, his mentee. And uh, he's 
he's expelled from the school in Germany, the Zurich school or some shit yeah, like that. Blatantly, seemingly murdered a man, and they're yes. just like, you're expelled. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, yeah, they're they're like, you killed him, and he's like, no, don't you understand? I saved him, or I tried to. At I least. gave him life. Yeah, and so I have to ask you the question, now that you've seen the whole movie, now uh-huh. that you know Herbert West in a more intimate uh, light, uh, did he kill Hans Gruber? Absolutely. <laughs> He killed his doctor to give him life? Yeah, it seems that way, huh? <sighs> okay, so why did he like Hans Gruber so much? Okay, so yeah, let's let's talk about Herbert a little bit more. He ends up leaving Germany and then ends up at the same school with our other main character. Dan Kane. Um, Dan Kane, Danny Boy, played by Bruce Abbott. Yeah, Herbert played by Jeffrey Combs. Dan Kane by, played by uh, Bruce, Bruce Abbott. Abbott. Um, these are our main guys. Yeah, those are our, our, our hot boys. Those are our hot, the hottest boys are, in town. These are our cool new roommates. One's, <laughs> one's a dork, one's a buff. They, Hell yeah, both going to be doctors. Yeah, they live in the same house. <laughs> I wish they, you know. What is this, two broke girls? Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's two, two, uh, two uh, med students. Two med students. Two broke med students. Um, but anyways, yeah, they... Je- uh, Herbert West has to come to America because he can't study there anymore. Hans Gruber is dead, and he has to uh, learn from, I guess, the next best neuroscientist. Yeah, Carl Dr. Hill. Carl Hill. Yeah, Doctor Hill. Um, who Doctor Hill ha- is accused by Herbert as stealing Hans Gruber's ideas, ideas like plagiarizing them. Mm-hmm. And so my theory here is that Hans Gruber killed himself. For the experiment. See, that would also make sense. Yeah, I'm not necessarily saying that I think Herbert, like, (laughs) murdered him in malice, but I think that his death was intentional for them attempting to reuse the serum, yeah. Because Herbert West is very, uh, one, he only has one focus. Yeah. And that's to reanimate. He exists on the planet to reanimate. Exactly. And so the second he sees something dead, he's like, I'm gonna I think I'm gonna bring that back to life. <laughs> and so he's like eating a steak in a restaurant, he's just sweating, just like <laughs> he's like oh, yeah, he can't grabbing that needle in his pocket like <laughs> he's a vegetarian now. He can't eat meat without fucking wanting to dose bring it. Bring it back to life. <laughs> I can only eat a fucking chicken leg if it's wiggling around. <laughs> Oh boy. But yeah, I mean, look at this cover also. He looks evil. Yes, absolutely. Look, everyone Google the cover for Reanimator. Herbert West looks like a. a uh, I'm trying to find the button. Pervert. He looks like a pervert, evil man. I mean, and even the, the title or like the catchphrase or whatever uh-huh. you want to say on there, it says Herbert West has a good head on his shoulders and another one on his desk. It basically is painting that he is the villain yeah. of this movie. Yeah, exactly. And in a way, he. Is yeah, I think really. I think he is a force that only has one. Like he's there's no moral ground that he's he's either good or bad. Herbert West is just Herbert West, and he's gonna reanimate shit whether it's a good idea or a bad idea. And (laughs) it's kind of fun to watch because when you were watching this movie, were you like, okay, someone needs to kill Herbert West (laughs) right now? No, honestly sooner than I would have wanted to admit into the movie, I was kind of rooting for Herbert yeah, West. You know what I mean? Right? They do such a good job of putting you in Dan Kane's mentality that as soon as he kind of starts leaning mm-hmm. into Herbert's nonsense, you're kind of like, oh, well, I kind of want to see where this is going to go. You yeah. know, The only time I feel like I wasn't rooting for Herbert West was when he was trying to become the roommate. 
And you're oh. kind of like, no, maybe you shouldn't let this guy in your house. And Dan's just so oblivious to it. He's like, yeah, fuck it. Yeah. This guy totally put me off and insulted my yeah. <laughs> my oh, teacher. My God. Okay, but I should so let this guy in. Yeah. The first time they meet, the dean. Oh, Dan Kane is it, Dr. Kane. Or let's just call him Kane. Yeah, Kane. Kane is dating the dean's daughter. Yeah. Halsey. Yeah. The musician. Yes, Halsey the musician. Everyone Google Halsey. <laughs> If they ever remake this movie, Halsey should be Megan Halsey. It just makes sense. Absolutely. It makes sense. Easy. Hollywood, I'm doing ah. it for you. <laughs> and so Kane, it goes to the dean for like a letter of recommendation or some shit like that, right? Mm-hmm. And at the same time, Herbert West is joining the class and we also meet Dr. Hill. Yeah. So we have the four main dudes. Yeah, our boys. Yeah. Literally like the... Four out of the five characters that fucking matter in this whole movie. (laughs) Except for, like, maybe the security guard. That's so true. He's the most (laughs) relevant person besides our main five cast. (laughs) They're all meeting each other at the same time, pretty much. and Or they're all meeting Herbert Cain, at least. And Herbert Cain is already, like, throwing wrenches at Dr. Hill. And if you watch the scene, Cain is just staring at Herbert. Like, like burning holes into his skull, just yeah. staring at him like, what the fuck are you doing, Yeah, like, dude? what the fuck is wrong You're with you? You're such an asshole. Why yeah. are you being such a dickhead? Like, and I then, like Dr. Hill. Yeah. And then that night, he shows up at his front door, and he's like, oh, we met today, right? And it's like, dude, yeah, you hate this guy, you would rem- You would remember this man instantly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if this happened to you, if you met this fucking absolutely absurdly like cocky dickhead Herbert West who looks like he looks like uh what's that what's the bad guy from the Dexter's laboratory Mandork yeah was that <laughs> his name he, something between Mandark. Mandark yeah Mandark and young Sheldon yeah. he looks like Mandark <laughs> you'd be like I want to murder this dude the fucking lips <laughs> <laughs> Mandark okay everyone google Mandark right now dude Mandark's badass that's a dope name. That's kind of too dope of a that, name for this character. You might be right. <laughs> we should rewatch all of Dexter's Laboratory to see if they do a reanimator episode. They have to, right? There must have been a reanimator episode be a in this series. And Mandark is definitely the Herbert West of the situation. <laughs> yeah, and Dexter's Dean or Dan Kane. I almost called him Dean Kane. Do you know who <laughs> Dean Kane is? Dean Kane was uh he was Superman. No. And uh the adventures of Superman and Lois, Lois and Clark. Something oh, okay. Like that. I know who Michael Caine is. Oh, you know Michael Caine? Yeah, Muppets, uh, Christmas Story. Yes. Carol. Uh-huh. That's, yeah, that's the one movie he did, right? Scrooge. Yeah, he's a one-hit wonder. Just did that he, one movie. He and just he's did that one and then was like, <laughs> yeah, that's I'm, I'm good. I, play, I, I played with some puppets. He, he was so desperate for work, he was like, I guess I'll play Austin Powers' dad. I don't know. Dude, hear me out. Reanimator. Puppets, Muppets. Ooh. They reanimate monster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I love it. Um, this is also like Frankenstein. Yes. Absolutely. This feels like more fucked up Frankenstein, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like uh, Frankenstein's already pretty fucked up. It's like, what if we dig up a bunch of bodies, uh, sew them together, and shoot it with lightning and it comes back to life as a monster? <laughs> this is like how close to death. Can we plug you in with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle ooze? Yeah. And you become a zombie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which came first, Reanimator or Frankenstein? Because Frankenstein. Oh, Mary Shelley had to have written Frankenstein yeah, in like the 1800s, was... right? Or oh, something? I thought it was the like 20s, the... but you might be right. 
Uh, I just know wasn't she like a like a bonnet wearing yeah type woman? True. <laughs> Did yeah. they still wear bonnets by the twenties? Oh yeah, sure. In like Salem. Of course, my internet sucks now when we're recording the podcast. Dude, hell yeah. Fucking, when you try to look up Frankenstein, he's going to refuse, dude. He's like, you don't need to be looking at my shit. All right, let me see if I can get this going again. All right, moment of silence. Moment of silence. Wow. Ian, this is Tom Cruise. This is uh, Paul Damien. Hey, Paul Damien, did you like Reanimator? If you did, scream like a bunch of children. Oh, hell, fuck me. <laughs> okay, this sucks real bad. Like, my internet fully just stopped. Oh, here it goes. Okay. There we go. We're there. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you were right. 1818. Holy shit. But when was H.P. Lovecraft doing shit? So, yeah, uh, real quick, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein is regarded as, like, the first science fiction, like, popular story. That's amazing. Yeah. 1818. That's way sooner than I honestly expected. I was yeah. expecting, like, late 1800s. Yeah. I didn't realize we were even writing books in 1818. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see when he came out with Reanimator in the, the 20s. Okay. okay. So that makes perfect sense. Um, and even on top of that, look at that. It came out in a magazine. It oh, so it was even... one of many short stories. Yes, yeah. Where it's like, ooh, Doctor brings back body. <laughs> and it was literally called Herbert West Reanimator. Wow. So he was known as the Reanimator. Cool. Anyways, let's talk about Herbert West from this B movie from 1985. Um, this <laughs> movie is such a B movie that it is not rated. Like, I don't, I don't know if it had like an official release. But this is like a... I mean, this film's like as far as pop culture goes, is incredibly relevant, isn't it? It's relevant enough. Okay. Like, I think, I mean, obviously, like if you're a big horror fan, you've definitely seen Reanimator. Mm -hmm. But if you're a big like movie buff, Reanimator, when it comes to the horror spectrum, is like on the on the backside. I guess it kind of just blows me away to dare call this a B movie because. Based on the practical effects and stuff, it kind of stood up yeah. to everything else I've seen from this era, you know. So if, like this was what a B movie was back then. Uh-huh. Like we are, that space has become so much more vast now. Where mm. like B movies now are like shit, like Slaughterhouse. Oh you know? yeah, Which absolutely. Maybe that's even like a C rate movie, you know? But, yeah. Because um, I, I mean, they're just like like genuinely bad, you yeah. know. Where this had a lot of a lot going on for it, you know. Like look at this casting real quick. Jeffrey Combs is known he gets work now because of his portrayal of herbert west yeah and then fucking dan kane his imdb photo is from reanimator 2 <laughs> not even this one <laughs> i think it's from this one which is crazy because i don't understand i think that's it's, how he looks at the, at end, the of very end of this movie but it says reanimator 2 unless reanimator 2 picks up right, right at afterwards. the end of this one which it probably does. That it would make sense. Is, yeah. And then it's about... It, let's see. Well, real quick. Oh, oh you want to see what his top four are? I just wanted to see if Megan Halsey, the actress that plays Megan Halsey, is in Reanimator 2. Oh, well, let's... We're, we're not going to do that. We can. We don't spoil ourselves. Okay. Are we going to watch Reanimator 2 Why someday? Why not? Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, anyways, yeah. Megan Halsey, yeah, is... She plays... Oh, or Barbara, Barbara plays Meg, <laughs> Megan Halsey. Yeah, okay. Good job, Barbara. Yeah. Solid uh, job. I recently saw this guy, the guy who plays Dr. Carl Hill, David Gale, uh-huh. in another movie uh-huh. that was supremely B-movie. It was maybe one of the worst movies I've ever watched, and it was called The Giver. Have you ever heard of this? 
Uh, we, I've heard of MechaGyver. <laughs> <laughs> the guy, it's a, it's a manga series, but this oh. movie was made, I think, in America, and it's one of the worst movies I've ever watched in my life. It's not it, a little boy in that suit. Is no, it? it isn't. Okay. Yeah, I think you're thinking about Star Kid, or is that what? Do you know what I'm talking about? It looks kind of like that. A kid finds an alien suit and yeah. gets inside of it. If you can show me what that movie movie is, you're gonna fucking. I like, think it's Star Kid. That's what it fucking is. Oh my god! Thank you for figuring that out. Yeah. I love you so much. You you are just a resource <laughs> of information. I saw this movie as a kid, horrified. Uh, you. <laughs> See, I saw this movie as like a teenager, and I thought it was pretty cool. Do you remember what it looks like when he gets inside of it? It's kind of scary. What does it look like? That. Oh yeah, when you he looks back at the face on the inside. Yes. Yeah. And it like move that moves. And yeah, that it talks to him. Yeah, because it's in control of his body. I don't understand. Yeah, why did it need a little boy inside of him in order <laughs> exactly. to operate? It's like Blue Beetle. It's like okay, a... well check this out. The Guyver's. Pretty much that also, but horrifying. (laughs) That was horrifying. This one's more horrifying. I promise you. Yeah, I believe it. It's Um, got a name called The Giver. Yeah, so fucking this actor, fucking David Gale, plays the main antagonist in The Giver. Oh, I thought he would be The Giver. Oh, no. He's the bad Giver. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, he's the bad Giver. Yeah. (laughs) Unfortunately, they don't do that. They don't do like like another Stupid campy jokes. Uh, let me look up the main character for the Giver because Mark Hamill's in it, and he plays like a detective. Oh, but the kid that they got to play what would the eventually Giver. get the Giver suit is totally doing like a Luke Skywalker type of impression. That's cool. It sucks. Hell yeah. <laughs> But they also got Luke Skywalker to be in yeah. the movie. <laughs> I think it must have been like a marketing tactic because, like, even this cover, it that looks like Mark Hamill yeah. as the Giver. I think it is. I think they. F- I think they're lying. They tried <laughs> to convince. I think they tried to convince people that Mark Hamill was the hero of this story. Because look, Mark Hamill has a goatee in this fucking movie. Yeah, I mean, the guy has a mustache right there. Yeah, and the- The main character definitely has no facial hair. Yeah, he has a fucking goatee. Yeah. Yeah, okay, here's- There's- Where is it? He's right there, you know what I mean? Right here, yeah, Yeah. look. Look at how- That's It's definitely Mark Hamill. Yeah. On the cover of that fucking thing. Wow, fucking Hollywood, dude. They really tried to put one over us. uh, Try to bait and boozle us. Oh, look at that picture right there. Right here, the bottom right. Yeah, yeah, that's that shit. That's good right there. Yeah, Mark Hamill is doing his best Rick Deckard <laughs> impression in this fucking movie. Like to the clothing and everything, he's like, "I want to be, I want to be." He's like, I, I wanted a Blade Run. <laughs> I, I want to be Blade Runner. <laughs> like, why Harrison does Harrison get all the cool parts? <laughs> Harrison hates being the Blade Runner. Let me be the Blade Runner. I don't want to be the nerdy farm boy anymore. I want to be the cool guy. <laughs> Poor Mark Hamill. He literally couldn't get work for such a long time. Which is and so... still he until he did voice acting. For yeah, and then he became the Joker. Yeah. Know? I mean, uh, there's something about our culture now that I do appreciate because you've definitely seen it with a lot of those other Star Wars characters that people hated so much uh-huh. were like we've like retaken those people under our wing and you yeah. know like now giving them the the due that they deserve, you know. I wanna show you how horrifying can I show you the clip of David Gale transforming in the Giver? Yeah. It's you're gonna be dis- you're gonna be sad. The Giver is such a lame name. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. For what this is. Let me see if I can find it on YouTube. The Giver sounds like like a shitty, like... <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like MacGyver. Yeah, it does sound like MacGyver, but then once I realize it's just The Giver, uh-huh. it sounds like a shitty, like, OC ripoff or something, you know? Yeah. Like, meet us down in The Giver, you know? <laughs> <laughs> a lot happened that summer in The Giver. I'm trying to find the scene. Oh, and then do you know... What he, show he looks is... cool because he's something between Star Kid and the Doom Man, Doom Guy. You know? Yeah. Okay. Like... So the Giver looks dope. Yes, he looks awesome, but the movie sucks. Yeah. But the there is that TV show Good Times. There's a character named J.J. Walker, and he his catchphrase is Dynamite. Yeah, Dynamite. Yeah. He's also in this movie, The Giver. Is he playing that character? No. Well, Damn he it. does say Dynamite. Does he really? Yes. <laughs> It's just because that was his catchphrase. Yes. Uh, I'm going to try and see what he looks like in the Giver movie. I want to show you. We're deep in the Giver right now. Yeah, that's him. He plays like a giant gremlin. He transforms. I mean, that, that is a gremlin. In, he transforms into what looks like, yes, a gremlin from the movie Gremlins. They literally just stole a gremlin from the gremlin set, and we're like, we'll add a little extra <laughs> shit, and that's our own monster now. That's fucking nuts. Yeah. MC Striker. Yeah, his pretty name cool is name. MC Striker. Why does this movie not have a fighting game? Uh, it definitely should. <laughs> or at least be have these characters in a fighting game. I'm trying to find... Can we get the Giver in uh, Mortal Kombat 1, please? Oh, yes, please. That sounds dope. Okay, let's watch this scene. All right, everybody, enjoy the show. All right, there's a man standing at a window. You're going to hate this. I bet I'm going to fucking love it. I, I'm honestly desensitized at this point. <laughs> I watched fucking Reanimator no problem. I'm like, whatever. Ah. So can this guy only play a piece of You're shit? Right. Yeah, he only right? plays disgusting, like, fucking... Pervert! <laughs> Young, dumb, and full of cum. Oh, and look, that's the guy from the original Hells Have Eyes. Because... And I think he plays Sloth from The Goonies. Oh, that is sloth from the game. I wouldn't want a hair on your <laughs> lovely head. Yeah, it's hurt. I'd hate to be this guy because he only plays like disgusting monsters. But is that his choice? I get. I. I mean, he. You. You can I see what he the looks guy like. For myself. He looks evil. Yeah, he's like of I just do really good evil faces. He's like, look at my teeth. My teeth are horrifying. Yeah, his teeth are all compact in this one center part of his mouth. They're a couple centimeters too long. <laughs> his mouth opens way wider than his teeth go. What? Can you imagine if you, when you frowned, you looked like that? Some sort of masochistic. It's a toaster. So it was supposed to be the guy for suit inside, inside that truck. Yeah. But instead, it was a toaster. So it's like mind controlling him. Oh, is this reanimator? <laughs> Look. Hell yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine beating yourself to death? <laughs> you get it. Oh, that was it? 
Well, it gets it gets worse at the end, but I don't I don't we don't have to watch that part right now. <laughs> okay. His forehead just blew a bubble. Yeah, it, it basically yeah, his forehead crease. It looked pretty good. Yeah. But it's his forehead hub, crease. Just a Hubba Bubba commercial. It was a Hubba Bubba commercial, yeah. But now let's talk about David fucking Gale in this movie. Carl Hill, Dr. Hill. Yeah, why the fuck is he like a psychic? <laughs> he has psychic powers. He apparently has psychic powers. <laughs> the movie doesn't like totally confirm. But he blatantly does. But he absolutely has psychic powers in this movie. Like, why doesn't he make Herbert West piss himself the first time they meet or something? You know, like, why can he Obviously, only- Herbert West has some sort of... Like Resistance. he can shrug the, the 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 power somehow. He's immune by arrogance. Yeah, <laughs> through the power of arrogance. Through the power of arrogance. Okay, so that's so surprise. When you first meet Doctor Hill, you're like, oh, this is a nice guy. Yeah, you're like, this is the per- this is the normal man. <laughs> and Herbert West is being a real dickhead to him, and you're like, I don't get it. I guess Herbert West, we he sucks. Yeah. But then you find out whenever fucking uh, Halsey, Megan Halsey, Meg is gonna go study with Kane at his place. Just insta pervert, <laughs> king pervert. of perverts, <laughs> pervert. And like, I love that the dad is so willing to just brush it off too. He's like, your daughter's hot. I want to fuck her. The dad's like, I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) Me too, pal. (laughs) He's like, oh, Dr. Hill. You silly man. (laughs) You you scoundrel. Let's get back to our intimate dinner by candlelight. Just the two of us. (laughs) And they even like, when they leave, they're like, you gentlemen, enjoy your evening. While we discuss how hot my daughter is. <laughs> Just two men fully suits, full suits. They're in head to toe gray suits, eating by candlelight. Not even separate sides of the table. They're sitting Yeah, they're sitting two at corners, corners. Yeah, yeah. next to each other. They they're can sitting, easily reach out and hold hands. I'm sure they are under the table. They're holding each other's dicks. <laughs> He's like, your daughter is almost as fine as you are. <laughs> What is his name? Dean. Dean Halsey. Yeah, Dean Halsey. Do we not even get his first his name? His first name is Dean. His first name is Dean. <laughs> that makes sense. That's how he got elected to be Dean. He isn't a of the Dean. medical school. <laughs> of the unnamed medical. No, they do name it. It's like, I think it's from the H.P. Lovecraft story. It's mm-hmm. like, it's some weird, like, Cthulhu type yeah, name. Yeah, Scare, Scaremont High or something. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. the name of the hospital. <laughs> yeah, Scare High. The hospital. <laughs> That's what it's called. Scare it's Island. called uh, Cthulhu. Yeah, uh, Cthulhu Med. Med. Yeah, because that's the because aren't they all aren't all hospitals like uh, oh yeah religions? You know, a lot of them are right? especially here in San Antonio for some. There reason. has to be like a religion Methodist. of Cthulhu, right? Like an actual one that people. I mean, people like worship vampires and shit. So, oh yeah, I'm like, sure there's real Jedi running around. I'm sure yeah. there's some like weird neck beards that live outside of <laughs> like. Like Seattle, that all fuck around and go to the Church of Cthulhu. Yeah, every, praying for big monster apocalypse every you know? Sunday, and and they're like tongue in cheek about it, and they're like, "Oh, imagine Cthulhu!" And then they go hit up their like favorite brunch place and spend like two hundred dollars. They go to a sushi place and eat octopus so they can be closer to their lord. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, I'm sure there's some. But yeah, dork. fucking Doctor Carl Hill for some reason, yes. super pervert. Yeah, super pervert. psychic pervert. Yes, and has the ability to like. Sw- I guess really what it is, he just can like sway people into yeah. like his desires just He's by got like Jedi powers. Yeah, just by kind of like 
staring at them with the proper lighting. Yes, <laughs> he has to be lit well. He and has the, to be lit like he's on a movie set. And the first example we see of it is against Dean Halsey in their intimate dinner where oh, he's right. basically like, fuck Kane. F- Kane sucks. Hate yes. Kane. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which also kind of didn't make sense to me because exactly going back to when we first meet Herbert West and we see... Uh, Dr. Hill with Kane, they're getting along fine. Yeah. And he's like, oh, you, you, hey, you should get that scholarship. You deserve love, it. You're a okay. bright young man. They like each other a lot. Yeah. Suddenly the dean is super impressionable. He falls under the thrall of, of Dr. Hill. Yeah. And that's enough for the movie to just say, like, see, now we have we have two conflicts here. We have whatever the fuck Herbert West is up to. And pervert. And now we have <laughs> pervert. Per- the pervert brigade. <laughs> The pervert alliance between Hill and Halsey. And so it's immediately in that scene where I feel like we're like, okay, is Herbert our bad guy? You yeah. Know? <laughs> yeah. Because then, yeah, Herbert comes over that same night. Oh, by the way, there's a Talking Heads poster at oh, the really? at the head of <laughs> at the head of of uh, Kane's bed. That's there's niche. a Talking <laughs> head, Heads poster, like foreshadowing the Talking Head the in talking this movie. Talking Head of the movie. Uh, but also Spoilers. the poster. The poster sort of changes. It's the it's the poster for um, that Jonathan Demi movie. Uh, what is it called? Don't stop. Don't stop. Sorry. Believing. <laughs> what is I knew it? He was gonna say that. What is the fucking Talking Heads documentary movie called? I don't know what it's called. Stop making sense. God oh, damn. we were close. <laughs> I was way off. Okay. Anyways, he has stop a stop making sense. making sense poster. That's cool. In his room. But at one point, the first time we see them in bed together, mm-hmm. Megan and Kane, they're, the Talking Head poster is there, and it literally says Talking Heads on it. And then the second time it shows the poster, it's the same poster, but somehow it doesn't say Talking Heads on it anymore. It's really fucking weird. That is, I mean, that's just weird for like even the... The practical understanding of like, was that an intentional choice? Did they have two different posters? You know. Yeah, I'm trying to look up the poster so we can see if there's two different versions of it. Because this is the poster he has on his room. Oh, okay. But right here was like sideways. It said Talking Heads. And then it's just gone. It's just gone. The next scene. Dude, you found a you found a rabbit hole to fall down. Oh, and that's the other thing about this version of the movie that we watched. Uh-huh. This is like the the super. Like ver- this is like the I think it's called the integral cut. Oh, okay. So this had bonus stuff in it, kind of. I think so. I think that's the, crazy the because it wasn't a long run. The especially um, pervert perverted part of the head. Oh, that makes sense. I think that wasn't in the original, or at least not totally in the original. That version. makes perfect sense because yeah. yeah, just to jump right into it, that blew me away that we got a a rape scene in this yes. movie. I mean, like full on, like yeah. and that the character's dad, a lobotomized zombie version of her father is like a part of it. You know what yeah. I mean? I was like, what a crazy concept yeah. to write down on paper and then be like, we should do this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. This movie's uh, deranged. Yeah. It had so much more going on than mm. I thought it was going to, you know, like um, I thought it was going to be more like pet cemetery, which is basically, oh, yeah. There's the theory that we can potentially bring someone back. One really important emotional character dies. That mm. person's brought back. They become a monster that then has to be stopped. That's yeah. genuinely what I expected the flow of yeah. this movie to be. 
Like, you know, I thought Herbert West and Dan Kane were going to be the same person. I thought oh, yeah. that was going to be our main character who invents this in the right. light of being good right. and then ends up using it selfishly and it goes wrong. Kind of like how Stephen King would have probably written this story yeah. truly. Oh, you know? absolutely. Yeah, he would have made it way more intimate and like human. Because he makes it, his stories are such cautionary tales of things we would never have to actually yeah. worry about. But every he writes every them one of his if. stories is practically the monkey's paw type of thing. And I think that's so that's such a good, interesting way to write these kinds of stories because it makes it feel like, oh, you need to not ever do this. Be mm-hmm. careful of this even though they're not real threats we'll ever practically deal with yeah walking into tall grass and getting lost exactly i can find my way out (laughs) (laughs) um but so i was genuinely surprised we had so much more going on i was surprised there was multiple bodies you know walking around and stuff um that was the big plot twist that basically dr hill's not even our final conflict because even after he's been defeated there's still like five more zombies to have to fight to the death before we're finally done you know yeah, uh, that I really like that about this movie is that it's you have different characters who are not necessarily completely aligned that all have different, um, like objectives, yeah, motivations, motivations, and I love that they all play on each other's like weaknesses mm-hmm. and, and strengths in in such a unique way because yeah, like. Hill and Halsey, like, they didn't see eye to eye until Hill hypnotized him. Yeah. And then after the, like, and then Halsey dies, they reanimate him, and now he has a different set of goals, which is chaos. Yeah. (laughs) And then after that, Hill has to lobotomize him in order to re-get him back on his side. It's just like these two insane forces constantly bouncing these ping poles and holding onto him and then bouncing him back, and, like, it's just crazy. Um, and her, then even on top of that, Hall, Dean Halsey goes and uh, recognizes his daughter and betrays yeah. Hill in the very end. Yeah, you know, so exactly. he fucking flips teams constantly. <laughs> if there's a Frankenstein's monster in this movie, it's Halsey. It's Dean Halsey. That yeah. makes sense. Because he's the conflicted monster that d- doesn't know what to do, mm-hmm. fights back, you know. Um, yeah, Dan Kane. He wants to what? Just be a doctor? Yeah. Is that his motivation? His goal is to get a scholarship and get the hell out of here. Yeah, but then once he sees that Herbert West can reanimate his cat, that it's real. Yeah, yeah, that it's a real thing that's actually happening, and they're roommates at this point. He's like, "Oh, we will. We're gonna be famous. We're well, gonna... and we're gonna change the world. You yes. know, death is now obsolete. You know, I yeah. think he sees it in like the the most positive way. Exactly. It's not about like." personal gain but like the fact that this will genuinely change everything for the world you know and we herbert west is like an animal where we don't know what he gets out of it other than that he just wants to reanimate things yeah like truly he might say stuff like like you know they're gonna give us the nobel prize and stuff like that but it at the end of the day he he literally falls into the trap of reanimating everything he can all the time for the sake of science, it the dude's seems addicted like. to the fucking ooze. Yeah, yeah and, we, and literally we find see out scene. he's hitting it. He's hitting it. He's putting it in his veins. He's fucking sh- injecting himself with a weak dose to keep his brain awake and alive constantly. I was like, dude, Viagra? You know? <laughs> <laughs> just a little, little in the penis, and you're just fucking yeah, just going nonstop, like a bicep. dude. Yeah. yeah, just a flexing bicep. It's like Popeye day. eating spinach. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Fucking penis just shoots up, ready to fucking fight. Uh, yeah, and so 
that's that's what I, I really like about this movie is that it's just you don't know who it, to root for really. And it plays with an insane number of ideas, yeah. you know, even still being such a tight knit cast. And that's what I'm saying. Like to call it a B movie is kind of crazy to me because I mean, but like I do get it. No, yeah. I yeah, and it and it probably was even at the time or is you know was that considered that at the time, but. It's well made. You know, yeah. it's an incredibly well crafted film. And a lot of the practical effects, especially once we get down to like the zombie people, mm-hmm. you know, we have a half burnt man that I was like, that looks not that bad, you yeah. know? But even Dr. Hill's whole performance as a head and a body, yeah. you know, I was like, this isn't the worst I would have I expected wonder, from something like this. I wonder this, who you know? plays his body. When he's his oh, like detached. The, yeah, the detached body. I love when it gets a fake prosthetic head for a minute. Uh-huh. <laughs> so to, to try to disguise itself better. There's a part where we see Dr. Hill in his room and he's talking to someone. He might be talking to Meg or something, mm-hmm. but he's in his like office and he leans on that head that he later uses as like his and it's like it's like Chekhov's gun where it's like that head is horrifying. Yeah. That must come into play later. And sure enough, it does. Whenever he's beheaded or deheaded, he wears it on the body as if like a decoy. <laughs> and it's so funny looking because it looks like a mask. It looks like like some spooky mask that they made. Yeah. Like, why, why? What does this have medical yeah, yeah. <laughs> irrelevance in and any it's way? It's like very large. It's like larger than anyone's head. So it just like looks goofy. But yeah. And uh, I guess it's so it could be a mask that someone yes. could then put on later on. Exactly. <laughs> it looks badass. It does look badass. And if I saw that walking down the street, I'd be like, oh, it's just a, it's just a doctor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you saw that with a stethoscope around his neck and, and Speak- a, a medical mask yeah. on. Yeah. Oh, I completely trust this man. <laughs> Speaking doctor. of the fucking world's worst security guard yeah. in this fucking movie where he's like, is that you, doctor? And he's like, of course it is. And yeah. it just sounds like nonsense. And he's like, all right, going sure. back to my fucking magazine. Yeah. <laughs> That uh, that security guard sucks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but he also what? He has to watch the morgue. Yeah, dude, shit goes down. If I morgues. was if I was a security guard at the morgue, what do I have to worry about? People fucking with dead bodies, dude. <laughs> or trying to reanimate them. <laughs> but like, literally, when the whole first thing happens with Dean Halsey, where they like destroy the morgue and it gets like insanely yes. fucked up with yeah. like blood and gore and guts, he's just like, "What's going on here?" Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's good. I like that part a lot. Oh God. Okay, so no that sense of urgency. That part of the movie. Okay, so I was starting to really enjoy Herbert West and Dan Kane working together. Their relationship, absolutely. I was like, I really like these guys working together and having to work together. I didn't realize I wanted this bromance. Yeah, yeah exactly. And so they're working together, and so their thought is to prove it to the world that this is actually worthwhile, they have to reanimate a body, a human, instead of an animal or something, because yeah. whatever. And so they go to the morgue that's in the hospital that we was already introduced to us earlier, um, and they go to try and reanimate a body, and they find one that's like a 26-year-old man who's like also a bodybuilder. And also balding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And he, he, they reanimate him and they find out at this point, like, oh, when you reanimate something, it only makes them angry. <laughs> the, the potency of the, yeah. the dose is now made the process more violent. It's yes. kind of what we describe. Yeah. And so these monsters, when they reawaken, they are truly monsters and they have no like regard for anything. And so they just attack whatever they see. And that's when the Dean comes down and. And this fucking naked bodybuilder reanimated body kills the Dean. 
And it's a fucking mess. Like, there's two doors to the morgue. There's one for the freezer and then one for, like, the morgue. Just leaving. Yeah. yeah. But he, the dean is, like, banging on the freezer door and the bodybuilder knocks it down and, like, crushes, crushes him. him. I kind of was expecting it. When he was on the opposite, I was like, oh, he's going to die in this yeah. scene right now. I was like, that's somehow this is going to work out. So when that, it happened like that, I was like, oh, geez. And he like bites off his fingers. Yes. You know, like- yeah. But like he stomps on the door after he jumps over onto it and the door falls over off of Dean Halsey and he's just got blood in his mouth and his face. And I was like, this poor man is about <laughs> to die. And sure enough, for like the next five to seven minutes, the bodybuilder kills him. Just beats the shit out of him. <laughs> They really make a point of Halsey's death. Yeah. yeah. And then the the front door of the morgue is closed. or th- That's what it's called, mm-hmm. the morgue, right? Okay. And then they're like, oh, well, Herbert West is like, this is a f- fresh body. He's like, perfect. <laughs> Let's like, reanimate it's, it. It's perfect. Yeah. yeah. And so they do. And that's why we have zombified Halsey for the whole rest of the movie. And I only think Dan Kane only hesitates in that moment because of who Dean Halsey is to him. He's like, potential stepdad you know yeah. and he like feels bad knowing what they're doing to meg i swear to god if it had been anybody else he'd be like yeah let's do it <laughs> like, no, <probably. laughs> if it was the security guard yeah. he'd be like fuck yeah because yeah. <laughs> he he gets into it pretty quickly which yeah. i get it a man of science seeing something so unbelievable would be like we i have to be a part of this you know yeah but at the same time, yeah, the moral implications get pretty gray almost instantly. Yeah. Like, I would have been pretty upset about my cat. He gets over the cat pretty fast. Yeah, you know? pretty quickly. Yeah. He also killed the cat. Herbert West definitely killed the cat, right? That's, yeah, that's the other thing. Like, He's like I found it dead. It's like, did did you? His, his explanation was the cat got its head stuck in a jar that was left out of the trash and it suffocated. And it's like, uh, yeah, but you also love to reanimate shit. Yeah. And this was the most convenient. That poor cat, they reanimate it twice. That's It's fucked. It's so fucked the second time around. It must have been double pissed. Yeah, yeah. Because that's the other thing. Like, you can reanimate parts of bodies independent. Yeah, that's like, what we learned in the big plot. The brain the doesn't need to be connected. The, the heart doesn't need to be pumping because it'll just get up and do shit regardless. Like. Yeah. Like they they wanted to reanimate that one twenty six year old mm-hmm. because he had a heart condition, it was heart failure, heart yeah. failure, and I'm pretty sure at some point they mentioned like the heart didn't start beating again. Yeah, like it was just it just woke up and started moving, and see, so and the the only reason that kind of surprised me that they did that where mm-hmm. we do see Hill eventually be like decapitated and his body functioning without it was they make such a point of brain death. Yeah. Early on in the yeah. film where they're like, this is how long you have until the brain dies and then there's nothing else that can happen. Um, so the fact that, the, but then we also even see Hill kind of use his body. Yeah. His like, body is moving. Not where he's even like commanding it, but it, where it kind of does, like when it sneaks up behind Herbert West mm-hmm. and knocks him out, it feels like he's basically moving his body using his brain, you know? So I'm and wondering so, if in a way it's still. What if that's his psychic ability? Yeah. It's <laughs> a good call. Maybe it's because he's psychic. That's the only reason his body can work. Yeah, that, I was just thinking about that because, yeah, like, what other radio signal would a brain have for its body, like, <laughs> dependent from each other? Except telekinesis yeah. or pe- telepathy, right? That'd be the Well, worry. I mean, you got to have another brain to do telepathy, too, so it'd have to be telekinesis. Jeez. Dude, Dr. Hill's powerful. Is he Dr. Xavier? <laughs> <laughs> Professor Xavier? This is, this is Professor X if he was evil and perverted. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, so look at this. Back to this movie, or back to the IMDb photos. I think three out of the five main characters, their photos are from Reanimator. Their most relevant thing they ever did was this film. That's crazy. Yeah, Robert Sampson plays Dean Halsey. I think that's a photo from this movie. No, that's not. That's not at all. He looks way older, and he doesn't have a mustache in this movie. Yeah, that's a much older movie. Never mind. Uh, but the other two, for sure... David Gale yeah. and, and Bruce Abbott. Because that's him, the body taking his head out of the bag. Yeah. I love that there's this whole part where he has to like feed himself blood. Yeah. He has to give the head fresh blood. And he's like, oh, that feels good. Yeah. He like, he like, like, <laughs> he's re- like gargling He it. gives himself a fresh injection of the ooze and it's like whatever. And then he gets the blood and he's like, oh, that's the good shit right yeah. there. I'm like, you think that would have been the reaction to the ooze, you know? <laughs> Maybe he needed more blood to power his uh, telepathy. Yeah. <laughs> He slurped up blood, and like that's just where, where his like blood, the blood vessels from his neck just sucking up the blood. You know, yeah. like, how did that work? That yeah, he was like, can he <laughs> command his veins to like drink it up? Like he's the, the most powerful mutant in the world. <laughs> <laughs> he is something to be feared. What if the reanimator juice gives you like extra strength or something? It like, has I, to. It gives. It gave that bodybuilder extra body strength. I was gonna say, strength. I don't give a fuck if he was a twenty-six-year-old buff man and to yeah. knock down a giant metal door like yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but then, yeah, uh, another thing that fucking Dr. Hill does, this evil motherfucker, is he performs lobotomize or lobotomies oh, yeah. with, like, a heat laser. And he does it to, like, he's like Herbert West, where he just does it to everything he can. Yeah, <laughs> they're just addicted to their science, yeah? These fucking idiots. <laughs> it's kind of brilliant. Yeah. No, but I like, because basically his whole point is that he can lobotomize the zombies to then yeah. do his will even more willingly. Yeah. It's like that works. It's a, it's a whole other thing that I didn't expect to be in this movie and doesn't need to be there. Probably not, but it works. I think it helps expedite the movie to have more action and have more things in it for yeah. sure. Because yeah, like like writing out dialogue for Dean Halsey and and Doctor Hill to like convince him to like you know hate Dan Kane out of mm-hmm. nowhere. It's like okay, yeah, now you got to write all this di- dialogue. What if? He just has brain power. Yeah, what if he just can sway people on for some fucking reason? <laughs> uh, but yeah. It also doesn't work on Meg, because he also kind of tries to be like, I want you to bang me anytime you're lonely. And then she's like, I have to leave, you know? Yeah. Uh, which, good job. Great to yeah. go, Meg. Everyone give it up. Give, give it, it up for Meg. Way oh, oh, not fall for that Here's. trap. Here's. Please clap. And then poor Meg towards the end. Honestly, poor Meg. Oh, yeah. She's like an ultra victim of this entire film because, like, look what happens to her dad. Look what her fucking boyfriend turns into. Do they, they, oh, I was like, do they end up together in the end? Obviously. Um, Yeah. Um, And then, yeah, like, all this fucked up shit happens. And then she gets basically the worst possible ending, you know? Yeah. Well, let's, let's talk about the Bay action scene. So, the big twist once Herbert West, Dan, Dan Kane, and, and uh, Meg are all ready to fight. Ready to fight. Uh, Dean Halsey is there as as the Frankenstein monster, and well, she's not ready to fight. She's laying on a table naked and right. Yeah, she's yeah. She just got horribly sexually assaulted by a floating head. Um, not even floating, by a talking head. By a talking she head. She was yeah. like, they were like, this must be the place. <laughs> Same as it ever was. <laughs> um, the, then. 
the big twist is that, yeah, uh, Dr. Hill put the reanimator juice in every other body in the morgue. What I love about it is that, you know, Herbert West is like, I have a plan. And he's like, so do I. And then all the bodies pop up. I'm like, were they programmed to get up at that phrase? Like, it's just. Yeah. He was like that hoping. He's like, I sw- I, ho- I have to find a way to say so do I. So all the bodies jump up. It's and like, so they all get up and they all start fighting each other. Start doing the thriller. Yeah, it's <laughs> practically like violent thriller. <laughs> and they're all fighting. And it's a lot of fun to watch. But then fucking Herbert West's plan is overdose. And so he takes like four needles of the reanimator juice, pumps it into Dr. Hill's body. Oh, first he goes, overdose. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. garbage day yeah that same kind of energy and he jabs them all into the back of dr hill's body not his head yeah just the body and what happens to the head does the, it explode the oh. at this point doc dean halsey has been reconverted into yes. good through megan and so he's fighting the head yeah and, and he crushes crushes it. it and throws it out the door and that's when the security guard's like i gotta get out of here yeah, he's like the doctor's gone the doctor's gone. i gotta you gotta get out of here you gotta go uh and so <laughs> that's who the security guard is yeah. he's superman from yeah. john Mulaney, or it's batman. batman from john Mulaney's bed yeah uh and then um <laughs> And then, yeah, but he overdoses the body, and then it turns into the Lovecraft monster. Yeah. It explodes, its ribcage opens up, and its large intestine becomes this giant tentacle, and it's wrapped up Herbert West, and Herbert West, when when Dan Kanan and Meg are leaving, when Kanan and Meg are leaving, Herbert West is like, my notes, my, my study, my work, and so Kane grabs it, grabs the bag, and they're running out the back hallway, back to the the elevator, it, back to the future, <laughs> and the burn zombie is there, and he chokes Meg, and she dies. And she fucking dies. I can, I love how convenient that comes up because the elevator door is closing, and like right as it couldn't close, he just so casually walks in. He's yeah. like, "I'm also here." Yeah. Huh? <laughs> and the, he he detaches his arm with like a fire axe, mm-hmm. and the arm is still choking Meg, and badass. Early in the movie, fucking Dan Kane tried to resuscitate a body. And the doctor that he was working with was like, Kane, you gotta you gotta but, learn to let go sometimes. Yeah. And then it, it mirrors, happens again. <laughs> it mirrors the beginning where he brings Meg upstairs into the rest of the hospital. Same nurse and everything. <laughs> everything. Yeah. They're all operating her, trying to resuscitate her. They have the defibrillator. They're they're doing the weakest CPR I've ever seen in a movie. Dan in my Kane's life. doing die hard cosplay for some reason. He's <laughs> yeah. a wife yeah. beater. <laughs> he took off his shoes, cut it up with tuck cut up his feet with glass. He's like yippee yeah, kaye, hey, motherfucker. motherfucker. Um, He's a worse Hans Gruber. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta throw him off the building stat. He started all of this. <laughs> and so they they bring him they bring Meg into that same room. They're they're doing the CPR and she they they call the de- time of death. And then he remembers, oh, I got Herbert's juice. I got the ooze. I got that good ooze. I got that good cushion alcohol. <laughs> I got one bit bad bitch I'm about to call. I'm back from the dead. Back from heaven. <laughs> Come on back, Megan. And, and so he, he gives the it. last scene is, yeah, him putting the, the, the vial, the needle into the back of her neck. Uh, it goes to black. You just see the needle glowing and then it fades down the needle as if he pumps it in. And then we just hear Megan go. 
highlighting there's definitely going to be a reanimator 2 uh yeah reanimator 2 does come it comes i think six years later and is it i mean i i mean i'm curious if it is that continuation i'm extremely curious too I think it's called Bride of the Reanimator. And why does it say Reanimator 2 on Dan Kane's I don't IMDb know. photo? You know what I honestly think? I think the original Reanimator was a short film. Yeah. And so they were calling the remake the full feature length Reanimator 2 at the time of filming. That's my theory. I don't know for sure. But Bride of the Reanimator, okay, it comes out five years How later. How is Herbert West in it? Does he survive? Well, the last thing we saw him do was get wrapped up by the tentacle, and he didn't get sucked into the chest of the monster because the monster's only man-sized. So I guess he somehow survives the situation? We're going to have to find out. (laughs) We're going to have to find out. Okay, let's let's look at Reanimator on IMDb. It has a 7.2 out of 10. Which is good. I mean, that's good. That's a good rating. Do you think that's a fair rating? That's a pass, yeah. Yeah. Okay, Reanimator Two, Bride of the Reanimator, six point two. So that's 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 uh, common when it comes to a sequel to a horror movie. It has a good, uh, uh, and this is not that bad of a no. dip. Yeah, that's true. Six point two is not terrible. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I know. We already saw a little bit, of, a little snippet, a little, a little spoiler. Because like, if we go from the fly. Let's look at the fly. Oh, to the fly too. It's a big dip. I'm sure it's huge. Let's look at the fly. The fly on IMDb has a six point, a seven point six. Excuse me, seven point six out of ten for Cronenberg's fly. But besides the idiot with the dumb name, there's not really anybody else from the first fly movie in the second, right? Oh, that's true. Yeah, I mean you. Or at least Reanimator Two seemingly has a returning cast. cast. Yeah. So the fly two five point one. That's a big dip. <laughs> and I, I mean, bet that movie is a big dip, though. You know I, yeah, <laughs> I, I like it. I liked it when I watched it, but it is. It, it's very, it's not at all what I thought the movie was going to be. Let me say that. It's, I like, I like that's, the flight. That was Reanimator for me. Like, yeah. Genuinely, this movie was not at all what I thought it was going to be. You could have given me some highlights, been like, yeah, there's going to be um, head rape. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, zombies, yeah, like multiple zombies at once. And uh, I'm, I'm trying to think of something else that's ridiculous. And a psychic, and I'd yeah. be like, no, there's not. And a, like a dead cat, yeah. I'm like this movie's pet cemetery, but with people. Like, what do yeah. you mean? You know? Yeah, exactly. No, yeah, and you get that from the cover as well. Yeah. The cover is definitely trying to ape off of that like '60s comic horror. Yeah. And I mean, and that almost makes it, I mean, it's basically H.P. Lovecraft, but that makes it almost seem like there's going to be a point where he's going to have like a li- like a, a cabinet of living heads or something that are all at different levels of, you know. Yes. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Decomposure or something, you know. Yeah. You think of Herbert West from the marketing material and you think of a more maniacal person. Yeah. You see him being an evil, mad scientist, and honestly, he's just a guy with autism who invented <laughs> um, who invented a cure for death. So <laughs> it's just a good, leave the guy alone. <laughs> like if we're being honest, right? There's one promo photo for Reanimator where it's it's literally what you expect the movie to be, which is like, yeah, it's look at this photo. So it it shows Herbert West. He's looking down. At a head in a in a dishpan, a pan like a what are they called? I forget. Like a pan. Yeah, just a pan. Um, and he he's got the juice in in the in the needle. <laughs> but then you see someone with a tie. You see someone's chin. Oh yeah, what the fuck? Even on top of that, 
behind him about to strangle him. Oh, it's the body. It's the body, but it still has the head on it. Fucked up. And so that's what I'm trying to say. Like this, it's trying to paint a real throat grabber. <laughs> Los Angeles Times says a real throat grabber. <laughs> Is that because back in the 80s when people got scared, they do this, they go <gasps> and they yeah. grab their throat. Like, yeah. oh my God, my throat. My stars and garters. <laughs> Clutch my pearls. Yeah, exactly. Um, Look at this photo. Wow. That looks good. Yeah. Look at that head. Like honestly, I bet back even back then I'd be like, "Ugh, yeah, <laughs> this is spooky." Yeah, we're looking at another promo shot of of Herbert West. It's, it's so that. weird to see him out of character like that because I he know. does such he... a good job being this like monotone. His performance is incredible. That's like, the other thing. Yeah, yeah. Fucking... It's going back to fucking Herbert West and fucking uh, Jeffrey Combs. He does an incredible job at yes. his performance. Yeah. He's that's just it. He is both maniacal and unnerving, but at the mm. same time, part of you roots for him. You know, yeah. like you can tell he is morally not that great, but you still kind of like, I want to see how far this guy can go. You know, and, and honestly, as even though he's um, at times manipulative mm-hmm. towards Kane, he also has an admiration for Kane. Yeah, like he understands that Kane is a really good doctor and i mean he blatantly literally admits like i cannot do this without you like i need your help to get this done you know yeah and and sure like you know any sane person would say well yeah he's manipulating him he needs him in order to prove his science but at the same time it's like i really like seeing them work together Mm -hmm. i don't know they're a good team except for when shit hits the fan and but there's also the you know like there's the dr hill way of being manipulative which is like literally you you get the oh yeah but like literally manipulating you but also like the more negative connotation where it's like i am superior you should be you should feel proud to just even get to be next to me you know like i get the credit you get the side you know and that's that should be more than enough for you like yeah i mean herbert west could have came with the same kind of attitude because realistically he created this reanimation and and he's such a cocky asshole to dr hill it like this pencil snapping Mm -hmm. scene dude the pencil snapping scene i was like what how i would feel about as a professor where every time i'm trying to make a point someone just, yeah. just keeps snapping pencils and we don't hate dr hill at that moment no. we don't know that he's a fucking crazy psycho like pervert <laughs> <laughs> pervert <laughs> fucking hobgoblin <laughs> uh, i just love that his only response to that is you should get yourself a pin <laughs> yeah because <laughs> that was the problem <laughs> yeah he wasn't like obviously trying to snap at Just you like, get you angry yeah. like calling you a dickhead um this movie rules i think i think yeah it's acted really well except for poor meg there's times where i'm like oh mm-hmm. oh brother uh but even when they're monsters fucking robert samson and, and david gill gale do a great job pulling the performances yeah i mean obviously that's what david gill was born to do you know be a fucking be horrific a f- pervert you know? pervert be the master of perverts and yeah literally the only uh directing in, uh have advice. you heard that song from metallica master of perverts <laughs> pervert um <laughs> that was uh dr carl hill yeah. the master of perverts yeah um but yeah i really think the only directing uh advice that barbara crampton got was uh Victim? Yeah. Victim. You're just, you're here. Be victim. <laughs> you're here to say, Kane, what are you doing? You can't trust uh, Herbert and also be a victim. <laughs> you're here to say, Kane, what are you doing? <laughs> That's like half of her dialogue. Literally. And, so, and screaming. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Yeah, it, it made me like if if re if Bride of the Reanimator mm-hmm. sucks, if it's like truly bad, at least Reanimator is fucking good. Yeah. And from start to end is one solid story. Like if the ending is just like, I don't know what it could happen after he reanimates, he like it's desperation. I love that the character of Kane he he knows the moral right which is that like what they're doing is ultimately for the good but also Herbert's crazy and he needs to stop reanimating everything yeah. he sees but then he doesn't have the full arc of like sometimes you need to let people die like Meg and then he we see him obviously inject her also with the, can't let go yeah. yeah so it's good it's good it's good i wouldn't mind seeing this remade to be honest, really, in a in a in a more modern setting, I think it could be interesting to see what they would do. Yeah, modernized with this kind of, but I would want the main, like core concepts to stay the same. I wouldn't yeah. want. Like, I would still want it to be like an injected ooze. If yes. they even kept it glowing green, that would Absolutely. be badass. Yes. Um, and on the scale, because that would be my biggest worry. Is like now, like modern times, they'd be like, we need. 500 resurrected people you know what i mean <laughs> we'll do a whole laboratory yeah, of reanimated no, people yeah. well they'll turn it into a mist and yeah. it'll get sprayed into a, a graveyard you know like and i'll be like no just fucking keep it on the scale yes. you know we yeah. don't need all this extra shit yeah this isn't a zombie movie this is a psychological like duel of minds yeah this is the this is the curse of science you know yes, like absolutely yeah uh i don't know if there's a modern director that could that could take on this, at least one that I know of that's working today, that could take on this movie with elegance. Yeah. I feel like every director would do, like, some sort of, like, crazy amp up of of the situation, which, for this movie to be effective, it needs to be this intimate of just literally five characters. Yeah, that's what I'm even getting at. Yeah, yeah. it needs that intimacy to have this effect, because that's what makes the story exactly yeah. work so well, is that we really only need to build on this handful of characters and then all of the emotional connections work super yeah. well. You know, you understand why Kane's upset that Dean Halsey's a monster. You understand why Meg's upset that Dean Halsey's a monster. Yeah. You under- those even have implications for both Herbert West and Dr. Hill. Yeah. Everything that happens means something to all five characters, yes. which is awesome. That's yeah. great writing. Yeah. Good job. You know, going back to the 80s, just being better. <laughs> we were just writing the best shit. Please quit. Yeah. In the 80s. I shot I'm sorry, I was a bit gay for the 80s just now. Um, just so gay for those 80s, you know? Uh, immediately comes to mind a remake, I think, of um, Sam Raimi, but that's of the same era. Yeah. That would be so weird. That's like if, you know, Spielberg remade The Departed. Yeah, exactly. You know I mean? no, exactly. That's like, such a good example. <laughs> So it's, I don't know who could do it. I want, I now that you, you know, say, Jordan, Jordan Peele, I challenge you. That might be, that might be fucking good. I, I'm sure he could take this premise and make oh, it fucking shit. insane. Yeah. Now that you say Jordan Peele, that might be good. Obviously he would have his own inclusions to like kind of manipulate yeah. the story a little bit, but I think those that could make this whole story nuts, you know? Yeah. Maybe a little too close to get out in a way. Oh, but, okay. I've never seen. Yeah, you and yeah, you, we we watched it together. You know, you remember? No, I, I, I made it. sure to wait and watch it with you. Now you remember? <laughs> <laughs> Next week, join us. We're going to be doing "Get Out" by Jordan Peele. <laughs> I will be getting out of here for sure. Yeah. 
It'll be me and everybody but Ian, apparently. Yeah, Jordan Peele would fucking, I think, knock this one out of the park. Yeah. I think, I don't know, I can't speak on his, on what he would see in it, mm-hmm. in, in twisting it and turning it, but... I could see him keeping the intimacy of it, you oh, know, because yeah. look at Nope and look at Us, which you have seen, correct? I haven't seen Us. Oh, really? Well, yeah. look at Nope, and yeah. uh, it nope. is an intimate little yeah. cast of people that that movie works with, because it's really only including the dad at the beginning of the film, like, what, five Seven. or Seven. It's, seven total people because it's the weird camera old man camera guy it's mm-hmm. the bleach blonde hair yeah. guy the two siblings two mains de- uh, de- 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 steven yun steven yun and his family i guess you could technically but, his yeah. wife kind of yeah. yeah and then that's it huh so six six yeah yeah well hold on oh and then weird reflective motorbike guy but he doesn't yeah, really. same thing i would say yeah. if we don't count wife we don't count weird reflective motorbike guy yeah then oh and then i guess the alien if you want oh an alien yeah he's obviously a person (laughs) (laughs) yeah okay yeah so then six i think pretty pretty tight yeah you're right um yeah so now that's who i i challenge you sir i know you're gonna listen to this episode so yes jordan Jordan peele if you're listening (laughs) please remake reanimate yeah i think you i think you'd make a fucking stellar movie uh reanimator on its own already is a great movie yes aside from the float the the head doing the sexual assault shit um that was played as humor yeah um yeah which is also kind of fucked it wasn't really played in the light i mean i i I was horrified yeah i'm sure any woman who ever had to watch it back in the 80s was horrified i was truly hoping every second that it was happening that it would stop yeah which it did (laughs) luckily it didn't happen you know what i mean technically yeah yeah. her west walks in with a gag yeah yeah (laughs) There's a that's true. There was a part where they he put his own head down yeah. near the crotch, and I was like, "This has to stop! Please do not let this go on for one more second." And Herbert just slides into the room and is like, "Doctor, I didn't realize we were giving head in here." <laughs> <laughs> he slides in on his socks like risky business. Exactly. Like, He's got a fucking air guitar. He's air guitaring on his knees and shit. Doctor, I think you've gotten ahead of yourself. (laughs) I don't think the lady is head over heels over this idea. (laughs) Doctor, you seem to have lost your head. Where is your mind, Doctor? Pixies want to know, Doc. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys so much for listening. Rate and review us wherever you guys get podcasts. And uh, keep fucking that chicken. And once it dies, just reanimate it. Fuck it again. Absolutely. Never let it die. Y'all have a fucking wonderful rest of uh, your lives. Yeah. We will uh, see y'all then, or we'll see y'all another time. Bye, guys. Goodbye. Boogie boogie. Oh my god, you love it. So I'm coming day and night. I mean, it's terrific.